I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, happy lifers? You're road tripping with Steve O today. Hope you don't mind sunny Southern California. That's where I'm at. I'm down here for a couple reasons. I want to talk to you in a minute about the second reason we're down here. But the first reason I'm super excited about, I kind of want to let you guys in on it. Um, I'm down here for four weekends, and every weekend we're doing a round table, a master class. I don't know if you've heard of master classes or not, but the difference between a master class and a, and a regular class is basically master class is more one-on-one or small group oriented it's not just giving out details or information it's it's more finding out the information that the person in the class wants and then dealing with that so we are doing those every weekend while i'm down here and it's pretty exciting i mean we're doing it we got one called hgtv which is hearing god's true voice we got one called box of chocolates you know like when you reach in a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get my mom always said Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Thanks, Forrest. Um, and that's kind of what this is. We're going to get together and just find out where people are at, what people are going through, what people are struggling with, help each other through this thing. You know, I've got 30 years of, of helping people out like this. I've got 30 years of, of coaching experience. Uh, it's not been formal. Uh, we're going more with a formal thing now. We've started a happy life coaching and everything. So I'm down here doing business. Um, one's going to be in a church Friday night, all day Saturday, and then Sunday we kind of celebrate what we learned that weekend. But the rest are going to be in happy lifers' homes. So if you're interested in hosting something like that, it's absolutely free. It doesn't cost for anyone to come. This is worth a lot of money. You know, uh, when, when coaches show up and or have people come into their homes, they charge a lot of money. We're not charging anything. We just want to spread the message. We just want to help make people happier. And it also doesn't cost anything to host or have a, a happy life class, have a master class in your house or in your home or in your library down the street or, or whatever. So if you're interested in something like that, just get a hold of us and, and we can fly out and, and do that for you. And then what we always do is there's a little, little thing in there that, that we let people know that if you're interested in coaching, uh, we do life coaching as well. And that's what kind of pays for the trip. Uh, people sign up for that. And if they don't, we're willing to take that risk because we just want to help people get happier. The secondary reason I'm down on this trip, and maybe one of my favorite reasons, if not the favorite reason, um, my son uh, is getting ready to go to college. I'm reminded of the uh, the cartoon. You know, it had two pictures. It had first day of school, and it's got this kid holding on to mom, not wanting to get on the bus, you know, and, and mom has to force him on the bus, and this is the first day of college, and it's got the mom holding on to the kid, not letting the kid go off to school. And so uh, kind of an exciting, sad day, you know, a bittersweet kind of a thing. My second is on his way off to college, and so I thought we had mixed business with pleasure a little bit, or business with business, however we want to word it, but we checked out a school down here. And uh, so I flew him out with me, and I had to send him back home by himself. And his mom met him there at the airport. But I'm thinking he's 18 years old. He can <laughs> he can probably handle that. Even though it was a, uh, it was weird. It was like 
my oldest son, you know, he's getting ready to graduate from college, so I've sent him off a lot on the plane, and yet it still gets still a little uncomfortable, still a little sad, still a little different, a little weird for me when I when I sent him off on the <laughs> on the plane by himself, even though I know he's a you know he's a young man, he can handle himself, but still, it's just I'm just being honest here, being vulnerable with you, but. We, he was checking out this music school. All three of my boys. I got three boys at home. They're all drummers. <laughs> Can you say the loud family? The loud family. <laughs> Our house has constantly got noise in it. And uh, we, we've done some things to help with that. Um, made softer drums and, and the such. But we still, all you can hear it around my house all day long. It's like, sounds like a drum line all the time. Which is great because I absolutely love drum lines. Um, but my first son went off to school um, and is majoring in musical performance, and uh, he's got the chops. He can definitely do it. And my second son wants to do the same thing, so he checked out this music school. And in the afternoon, the school is it's just a really cool school. It's called Musicians Institute. I don't know if we can even afford to go there. We're going to need a lot of scholarships to make that happen. Um, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. You know, he tried out for another school that's a kind of expensive school. But I told him, I said, son, try for the best. What's it going to hurt? If they tell you you can't make it, then you know you tried and it didn't work out. But to go to another school and then think, man, I wonder, I wonder if I could have made it. You know, and it was kind of cool because we sat in on a class and and uh, they were sight reading some stuff. And they had Caleb just go right up on the drums and he sight read it in class just like these guys that have been in college were doing. And he did just as good a job, if not better. Of course, I'm his dad, so I'm going to be a little bit biased. But it was just cool to watch him go up there and hang like that. And it was a, an incredible experience that I got to have with my son. We're right down in Hollywood. And uh, it was just really cool, checking out the Chinese theater, walking around down there. And um, But in the afternoons, they have these things called uh, learning performance workshops, LPWs, which is so cool. The professors listen to them play and jam with each other, and then the professors give their constructive criticism. They give their critique. They give their they they get to teach at watching them really do it. How often does that happen in life? I mean, imagine if we could have people that we could trust enough. Uh, that we know is not going to throw us under the bus, that we know cares about us, could watch us and follow us around and, and, and help us with that. In fact, I'm doing that tomorrow with a happy lifer, someone that we're, we're coaching, and I'm doing a job shadow for him. I'm going to follow him around, just see what I see, and then at the end tell him, you know, this is where I think you're doing a great job. Um, here's what I noticed. I think you, if you did this, this what you'd, you'd get better at this. And, and the last time I coached him, I was able to give him some really good advice because – we all need somebody to help us see the forest for the trees, and that's kind of what a life coach does. That's, that's exactly what these master classes, these roundtables are about for us to discuss the forest that we're in and have somebody outside that forest help us get through it. So that's what happens in these LPWs, in these, in these classrooms where they, where they play. And then the professor afterwards will go up there and say, okay, let's work on this, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll come around again because it goes on for like four hours. And, and these guys sometimes will play three or four or five times, you know, throughout those four hours and they keep getting better at it. Just what a great way to live life. So we're in the, in the rock class and they're doing the audio slave song creator, you know, man in my So I'm listening to the lyrics of the song, and I'm doing business. I'm on the phone, but my son is in there, and his eyes are just peeled, and he's just watching this thing, just going, man, this could be me next year. But the thing that really stood out to me was the lyrics of the song, 
and the shirt that this this chick was wearing that was singing it. Okay, so the lyrics of the song were they're talking to their creator here, and you know I grew up in the church. I'm a PK problem kid. I mean preacher's kid. <laughs> Some people would say that's the same thing. I'd say it's the deacon's kids that made all the preacher's kids corrupt. So it's not my fault. It's theirs. But <laughs> anyway, I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. And so I grew up in church. And, man, if an audio slave or a rock band would come out like this, I just know how we look at them. We just kind of look at them like, you know, rebellious, you know, show me how to live. What do you mean show you how to live? Well, first of all, stop playing that evil rock and roll and stop partying and we'll show you. I mean, <laughs> but as I listened to the lyrics of that song, so I didn't listen to a lot of rock and roll growing up back then it was like everything was a sin and since then we've come to realize a lot of stuff that we were uptight about god's not so uptight about i mean god isn't like sin but he doesn't like sin because sin separates us from him it doesn't make him turn away from us it makes us turn away from him so you know i've heard this song before but not very much growing up and but it really stuck out to me today as as i heard them maybe it's because they kept singing it over and over and over Two hours later. Two hours later. Again and again and again. But after a while, I began to hear those lyrics, and I I felt the pain for the first time. You know, I grew up learning how to judge people that didn't like how I lived. So if a a metal person or a rock and roll person would come up there and they would sing this, you know, show me how to live, and and they don't live how I live, then I would be like, well, I'll show you how to live. First of all, you've got to get your life right and blah, 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 then maybe God will speak to you. But that's not truth. God doesn't wait till we get our lives right to speak to us. God will speak to us anytime, anyplace, anywhere because he loves us. No matter what our lifestyle is, God loves us. The point I'm trying to make here, though, is that this time I wasn't so judging. This time I heard the pain for the first time. And it's amazing when we're not judging how we can feel the pain. When you can feel someone else's pain, when you can feel where they're coming from, when you get to know who they are, you don't want to judge as much because we all struggle with pain. You know, I'm going through some stuff in my life right now. And so when when you're you're struggling, it it helps me know that I'm not the only one out there. So, man, I hear, especially the way they were singing it, I mean, I hear audio slaves singing. I hear them crying out to God here saying, show me how to live. I, yeah, is there anger involved in it? Well, I think so. I mean, have you ever gotten angry at God? It's like, God, what in the world are you doing? I'm kind of there now. Part, part of my struggle is like, I don't understand where I'm at and where I feel like God has me. I'm like, God, what's going on here? I'm trying to do what you want me to do, so... Where is the problem here? What's what's going on and why am I struggling like this? And I think that we think sometimes that if, if we do what God wants us to do, then we're going to live a successful, prosperous life. And you know what? The success that God gives isn't always a success that we want. A success to me is a happy life. It's a happy family. It's a family that likes each other. It's relationships around us. It's a community of people. It's, it's, it's dying happy, you know, and living happy. But it's not always about getting more money, and, and struggle is a part of the mix. You know, we talk about that a lot here. But, man, I heard that song. I could hear the heart cry of, you're my creator. You gave me life. Now show me how to live. And then I saw the girl's shirt that was singing the song. And all that angst is coming out in that song, right? And her shirt said, it is what it is. And I put those two together. It just broke my heart. I'm not saying that this is where that girl is at. But in my mind, I, I know there's people out there that are like this, that are in this situation, that are in this place in life. God, I don't know what I'm doing. God, you're my creator. Show me how to live. I'm frustrated here. Some audio slave, when they wrote that song, obviously they're confused. Obviously they're angry. They're hurt. They're discouraged. Something's going on. They're like, show me how to live. I didn't feel like they're just going. 
excuse me, our most gracious Lord and Savior, would you please show me the directions to how to live my life? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you very much. I would appreciate that. <laughs> no. I mean, the angst is, show me how to live. You're my creator. And then it is what it is. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, it is what it is. And we just concede to, well, I guess that's just the way it's going to be. Sometimes after you fight something long enough, you struggle with something long enough, you kind of just give in. It's kind of your way to survive, to cope with it. Your coping skills is just like, it is what it is. You know, happiness is something that every one of us can have. It's an attitude. It's a perspective. It's not based upon circumstantial evidence. It's based upon our perspective of, of what goes on, the look, listen, and remember. But happy life, it's something that every one of us can have. It's a perspective. It's a mindset. Happiness is something we got to fight for, but we always don't know how to fight it. And I think that if we're like, you know, take away the pain, God, take away the ugly, God, bless me and increase the good, then I can be happy. Show me how to live. And then after a while, we just, it is what it is. And we just cave and we think, well, I guess I can't be happy. I'm going to struggle the rest of my life. So it is what it is. And you know what? That's not true. It doesn't have to be that way. If I cave to that and say, well, I guess it is what it is, then it is true. And that's a sad moment in my heart for people to just say, well, I guess it is what it is, so that's the way it is. In some ways, we got to accept where we're at. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm not sick, so I shouldn't feel sick. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying life is tough. Life can stink sometimes. A lot of times life can, can be tough, right? But that doesn't mean we have to settle with not being happy. That doesn't mean we have to settle with the angst and the anxiety and the, the anger and the discouragement and the depression. And the, we, don't have to, it, we don't have to just quit and say, well, I guess it is what it is. This is the way I'm going to be the rest of my life. No, we have to fight. We have to fight for your right to be happy. I think I want to redo the intro song to that one, maybe. I've been thinking about that for a while. But you got to fight to be happy. You are worth more than that. God didn't come to earth. He didn't send his son to earth to die for us so that we would just say, well, it is what it is. No, he sent his son to earth to die for us. Jesus, God himself, came to earth to die for us, not so that we could walk through life and say it is what it is, but so that we could be free from that, so that we could be happy despite our situation. And though I'm in a tough spot right now for me personally, going through something, I'm not the same person I was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. I'm not freaking out like I used to be. I'm, I'm much more stable, much more solid, much more towards the happy side of the scale than I have been in the past. So I'm moving forward. And happy life isn't always about just waking up with a smile all the time. It's about I'm better than I was last month or last year. I'm better than I, 10 years ago. This would have taken me down. So, you know, God does want to show us how to live. And sometimes we don't get what he's saying or we don't understand how he's saying it. That's why I'm doing these master classes, these roundtables on, you know, HGTV, hearing God's true voice, because God oftentimes is speaking. We sometimes just need somebody to help point that out to us. That's why I'm going to follow that guy around his school, you know, on the job shadows. Show me how to live. Well, guess what? I'm going to show up at his workplace, you know. Um, and I'm going to help show him how to live because we all need that person that can see the forest for the trees. So fight that it is what it is mentality and say, well, I guess life is what it is, but that doesn't mean I have to be content with that. That doesn't mean that I have to say, well, I guess I'm never going to be happy. I guess I'm never going to be victorious. I'm never going to be top of the world. No, if it is what it is means that, then we got to fight that. 
Yes, accept where you're at, but we don't have to stay there. I love this this line. God loves us just the way we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay that way. You're worth more than just being content with it is what it is. Someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. I hope that helped. Thanks for listening. Steve Ace.